Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised. that how it goes oh my god you big booty hoe <laughs> big booty hoes oh booty in the world that's not a song i don't think it is a song okay it's fine Ooh, all right you want to turn on light no why you like the ambiance of feeling like we're in the dark huh. well i got a fight with this fan that's why Shh, my child okay <laughs> i think is everything turned off sound wise i think we're good Get next to your microphone. I'm working on it. Okay. okay. This cool. is why we need a new setup. We're working we on do. this. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the weakest Halloween attempt I've ever heard. <laughs> is that better? Oh my God, you sounded like my dog when they're like, <laughs> have a hairball or something. <laughs> That's got to be beauty to your earballs, people. I'm uh, sure of okay. it. Okay. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Corky Crime Sisters in action. Ooh, ah, ooh, it's October. Hocktober? Hocktober? It's like Hawk and the Loogie I was just talking about. <laughs> um, anyway, October. so we are the podcast of two sisters who actually like to hang out with each other. Every day, all day. Talk day. about some spooky shit. Of course, it's the spooky shit, the Halloween spooky shit this time. I know, I know. And that spooky lady over there is Taylor. Um... That lady over there without the soul's Nikki, <laughs> but we also like to have an adult beverage or two or three or 12 bottles of Prosecco. Oh my God, I forgot that part. Or maybe the blood of my foes. That's what your drink looks like today. Yeah, it actually does look like it. It's Prosecco with grenadine, but it looks like blood. Oh my God, I'm so, in, we're so in spirit. We're in theme. Oh my God, I'm the Martha Stewart of Halloween. Halloween. Not really. It's black like your soul. It's black like my soul. <laughs> I actually only have like three pumpkins in our table runner right now. Uh, that's more than what I've got. I've got like nothing. I want to, let's go to, I need to go to the Goodwill because decorations, let me tell you, are stupid expensive. Oh yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I don't get it. Um, so today, you guys, we have decided actually for the entire month of October, um, when we record, we are literally going to do BYOC, bring your own case, as long as it involves anything, I don't know, Halloween, haunted, which really kind of is everything, is everything that we already talked about anyway. So for the month, it's just BYOC. BYOC Halloween edition 2K19. 2K19. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're pretty excited. Uh... Uh, I'm excited, except it's snowing currently. Is it snowing again? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you're I seeing shit. tried to get today from Greeley to Denver, which is an hour drive. To get there and back, it took me five hours. Yeah, which is absolutely ridiculous. And when I got down there, I didn't even have to do the thing that I did. Like, I didn't do the thing I was going down there to do. <laughs> what I was trying. You didn't do the thing you did. Didn't do the thing I did. Did to do. That's good. Mm, that's um, fine. I need to blow my nose. Well, besides what... You talk. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Taylor has... Uh, she had quite the interesting day. 
Um, today for both of us is a little random. Um, neither one of us, unfortunately, is all that prepared this week. So we are, of course, just doing what this show does best and winging the hell out of it. <laughs> is, yep. That's what I do with my life, if you didn't know. Yeah. So why would we winged. change for this? Yeah. We not. It's cool. We not. Um, Taylor, what are we drinking this week? Prosecco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but bringing it back. Nikki found this really freaking cute bottle. I'm going to post it because I just think it's adorable. And like, so it just says Prosecco, <laughs> but it says Anno Domini. Ooh. Anno Domini. That's like in the year after our Lord. The year of our Lord, which is the year after our Lord. You know what I'm talking about? Not a clue. Seven, like 1700 AD. Oh, right, 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 right. Anno right. Domini, which oh, okay. is the year of our Lord, which means Christ was already dead. Oh, okay. So... And it says 47. I don't know what that means, but. I don't either. But I like that the top, because it's Prosecco, normally it's like a metal piece holding down the cork. The and this one's literally just a piece of twine. Oh, it's so cute. And the bottle is less like, it's like a bottle of, uh, I don't know, like a Chardonnay. Whereas Prosecco is usually this really like bloated bottom and thin top. Yep. <laughs> Same girl. <laughs> all the time although i'm more all the time i thought of a so body that's what it is i just look like a prosecco bottle <laughs> <laughs> instead of like hourglass body it's prosecco glass yes body. <laughs> yes it's exactly what i go for every week we're clocking in an 11 percent, and it's a product of italy oh it's only 11 percent we're gonna need that whole goddamn bottle well, we have two bottles, thankfully. Yeah. Well, actually, Prosecco is only, like, typically only 11% anyway, but. Wines don't go that high. No, wine goes higher. Wine is higher than Prosecco, and they're both higher than, like, beer and stuff like they're But obviously not, like, hard alcohol, but wine is normally, like, 12 to 14. Oh. What? You need a bottle opener, a wine key. To open this? Yeah, it says box one, wine key. Box two, no. Like, don't hold up here. <laughs> box three, do hold down here. Yes. Um, box four is hitting it on the table. Or maybe it's just putting it on the table. <laughs> it has like an arrow of like down. And I was like, why would you do that? Are you sure we can't try to just... I mean, it should have enough sparkle. Well, maybe that explains why. Let's try it. I'm going to let you do this, though. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. You probably... uh, (laughs) What? You said I needed a wine key. Oh, there's not enough to grip. Is that what it is? Yeah, there's not enough to grip. I can go grab a wine key. Okay. (laughs) I can use my sparkly one. Why don't you talk to the people? <laughs> oh, so as you can tell, guys, it's going real good today. We have our shit completely together. Um, and uh, yeah, it's not happening. Not without a wine key. It's all right. sitting there not talking to the people that's so awkward i'm gonna have to edit that it's fine 
I mean, I talked for like a second and then I was like, I'm out of things to talk about, so you need to edit. You're so interesting. Well, you know, Tay, I can only be so on all the time. This is like the third time this episode that you've been like, oh, hold on, you talk to them. Oh, hold on, you talk to them. I had to blow my nose and now I'm getting you a wine. Ooh, she's using a big pink sparkly one that already had a cork in it. (laughs) Yeah, I had to, yeah, she didn't even give me something to be prepared. It's fine. This is interesting. I've literally never opened a bottle of Prosecco like this, so I'm not sure what kind of weird back alley <laughs> bullshit I bought today. It's like the black market black market Prosecco. Oh, it's like an itty bitty cute little cork. <laughs> I should have recorded this. She's struggling a little bit. Well, like, really, who... It's also mighty cold in the quirky cave today. It is mighty cold. Oh! I was like not looking and it was kind of scary. Okay, well, that was way too much goddamn work. <laughs> Let's try this bitch out. Ooh, the pores. All the pores. Okay. I need to try this. Yeah, try it without the grenadine first. Oh, I like it. It's nice and like. Can I try yours? Yeah. It's very dry. Like my soul. Like my soul, my comedy. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Pour you some. Let's get this shit a going. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. So with this week, we're doing BYOC, like we talked about. I believe it's you, no? Oh, we're going to see what happens. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Yamas! I forgot about that. I'm not going to lie. Mm. At least it was you this week, not me. Actually, we were pre-gaming earlier, and I totally poured myself a glass and was just like happy humming, drinking to myself. And she was like, you're fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, cool. I don't need none. Can okay. we talk about the fact that I just got a podcast, TED Talks Daily, and it says... What Bruce Lee can teach us about living fully? <laughs> what? It's fine. Okay. I'm digging you, Bruce Lee. Um, <laughs> all right. Without further ado. 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 This week, why? Yeah. Ooh, bringing back a little umbop. Yeah. Yeah. Umbop? Is that what it's called? Umbop doop 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 Instead of the Hanson brothers. <laughs> what are we? We're the. Well, we both have different last names, so that doesn't help. The We're the Corky sisters. That's what we are, the Corky sisters. There's no way around it. Do you like how long it took me to come up with that? <laughs> oh my God. All right, guys. So this week. Uh, my case is on Delphine LaLaurie. 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 Sounds like a really expensive shampoo. <laughs> right. Okay, so LaLaurie. Um, so, and this week, honestly, guys, because it's been such a rough week, I'm actually kind of just reading straight from Wikipedia. I apologize. I will have a phenomenal case for you next week, though, which is something... Oh. That I know a lot of people have covered, so it's super it'll iconic. be real good next week. Um, but I need more blood of my foes in my drink. 
So uh, she was born during the Spanish colonial period. Uh, Delphine McCarty married three times in Louisiana. This bitch. And she was twice widowed. (laughs) Oh, my God. She killed him. (laughs) She killed them all. Right. Uh, She maintained her position in New Orleans society until April 10th of 1834, when rescuers responded to a fire at her Royal Street mansion. She had a mansion? Oh, my God. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. And I'm just going to leave that there for a moment um, and go, we're going to jump back into her, like, early life first. Um, And so... She was actually born Marie Delphine McCarty. Okay. And it was in New Orleans, March 19th, 1787. This bitch be old. Yeah, it's vintage again. Sorry. I I need a drink. I was, uh, wanted to take a drink and it, like, made a really weird sound in the microphone. I was confused. Um, Um, anyway, she was one of five children. Mm -hmm. Her father was Louis Barth. Me de McCarty. Wow, that's hard. That's a fucking name. Whew. I hope it's not like the third. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. It's fine. Okay, her mother was Marie uh, Jeannie Antoinette La Umbrella. No, La um- Umbrella. La Arable. Arable. You have said three different things that sound nothing alike. No way to know. Also known as <laughs> no one knows the ones. widow La Comite. That's a fuck. So her mom was the widow also, apparently. Um, anyway, as her marriage to Louise McCarty was her second, both were prominent in the town's European Creole community. Delphine's uncle, by marriage... Esteban Rodriguez Murillo um, was governor of the Spanish-American province of Louisiana and Florida during 1785 and 1791. So that's pretty crazy, right? This is really far back. You are doing In the Year of Our Lord. I am. So bringing it back with the drink. It's fine. I'm going to do a quick, like, second. Nikki lost half her eyelashes today. And I'm trying to... Why you always got to, like, call me out on the show? (laughs) Because I'm looking at her and it's so weird. It's awkward. I know. Just don't look at the bald spot. <laughs> it's fine. They'll be good tomorrow. Spot. Okay. Anyway, so her cousin, Augustine Day McCarty, was um, mayor of New Orleans from 1815 to 1820. So you would think that maybe he'd, he'd have her back. But yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So her first marriage... Um, She married Don Raymond de Lopez, um, a high-ranking Spanish (laughs) royal officer at St. Louis uh, Cathedral in New Orleans. As it was spelled in Spanish head... Wait, nope. Not close. Not even close. It's fine. In 1804, after the American anguish of what was then, again, a French territory, Don Roman had been appointed to position of... Council General for the Spanish of the Territory of Orleans. I don't know why any of this even... Ex- why did, It's fine. Why we're being explained this? Yeah, no, we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> we're just going to skip her second husband because I don't well want to have to read all that weird shit again. People. <laughs> um, Subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> so we can quit our jobs and have more time to research. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on June 24th, 1825, Delphine married her third husband, physician Leonard... Louise Nichols Lalaurie. That is so much work. 
being married that many times. Fuck, right? Like, I love my husband and I am so happy to be married, but shit. I'm not even married and it's a lot of work. Exactly. Um, he was much younger than she. (laughs) We're robbing that cradle dough. Yeah. Um, get it, girl. In 1831, she bought property at 1140 Royal Street, which she managed in her own name with little involvement from her husband. Yes, queen. Good job. Don't need a man. (laughs) I don't need a man. What you doing, sketchy man on my street? Keep walking. He's got a dog. Keep walking, yo dog. You just gonna trust everyone with the dog? I would. I like, would totally be that chick that gets like not sucked in by candy in a van. They'd be like, oh, I have a million puppies. And I'd be like, huh, okay. Yeah. No, can I tell you, I had to lecture our mother today because she was like, I tried to call her multiple times because you know that whole panic when your mom doesn't answer and you're like, bitch. Yeah. Answer. I love you, mom. But what are you doing? Why are you not answering? Where my are you call? at? Who you be talking to? Let me see your Twitter. And. <laughs> She was like, my phone was dead. I didn't charge it last night. I left it at home and I went and ran errands. And I was like, mother, we will buy you a phone charger in your car. Because if you disappeared, I wouldn't have your location. I wouldn't know who you was talking to. I wouldn't Actually, know where you were. Actually, the new update on the iPhone is, is that even if your phone goes off, it, it, you can keep your, you can find the friend for 24 hours. See? The last known location. I was like, mom, I shouldn't be lecturing you as your daughter. <laughs> no, you should not. But yes, you should. Okay. Um, anyway, so, uh, in 1832, she had a two-story mansion built there, complete with attached slave quarters. She lived there with her third husband and two of her daughters and maintained a central position in the New Orleans society. Um, if you look back at her, she had, like, ten children. It's kind of, that's not an exact number, but it's pretty ridiculous. Um. (laughs) Give or take a few bodies, it's fine. Yeah, give or take a few. At that point, who was really counting um okay so the la loris maintained several black slaves in slave quarters their words not mine attached <laughs> to the royal street mansion accounts of delphine loris treatments of her slaves between 1831 and 1834 are mixed um so ooh, where are we at harriet martin not harriet tubman Mrs. Okay. Tubman, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, writing in 1838 had recounting tales told by her uh, New Orleans residents during her 1836 visit claimed La Lurie's slaves were observed to be singularly haggard and... Oh, God damn it. It was you, drink! It was me. Drink. Drink. Okay. Uh, had been singularly haggard and wretched. However, in the public appearance, LaLaurie was seen to be a generally polite uh, to black people, again, their word, not mine, and socialites of her slave's health. No. I'm drinking. <laughs> this is going awful. It's okay. I've been there. It's just your turn. Okay, good. Um... Court records of the time show that LaLaurie... Um... Manumitted two of her slaves. I don't even know what that means. Do you? Not even a little bit. No. No. Let's look it up real fast, just so we know. Um. Oh, is the act of an owner freeing his or her slaves? Okay, oh, cool. cool. I did not know that. The more uh, you know. So two of her slaves. Anyway. Um. So. Harriet also recounted other tales of La Lurie's cruelty that were. 
uh, current among New Orleans residents in about 1836. Wow, they like to use a lot of years in this. She said that subsequent <laughs> subsequent to the visits of the local lawyer, one of LaLaurie's neighbors saw one of the LaLaurie slaves, a 12-year-old girl named oh. Leah, um, fall to her death from the roof of the Royal Street Mansion while trying to avoid punishment from whip wielding Delphine LaLaurie. Oh, God. Leah had, I know, right? Leah had been brushing Delphine's hair when she hit a snag, causing Delphine to grab and whip and chase her. That's fucking awful. You're going to whip her because your hair had a fucking knot? Bitch, don't be so nappy. It's not her fault. I was going to say getting a snag is... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 No, I feel for this girl. I do. I do. Poor baby. Yeah, she... Anyway. We will buy you conditioner, Lallory. <laughs> Leave this woman alone. Uh, I don't... Did they even have conditioner back then? They probably really didn't wash their hair. That no poo thing, that's when it started. Yeah. Way back it's then. It's supposed to be, like, really good for your hair not to wash it that often. Mm-hmm. How did no one have dreadlocks? Because they... Well, they weren't purposely, like, putting honey and other stuff in their hair to... Do you need, like, honey and stuff? I don't think you need it, but I think I've heard that it, like, helps, like, put it into those, like, clumps and stuff. I don't know. If you guys know how dreads are officially created, please send us something on Facebook or Instagram. I'm interested. We're interested. Um, Not that I want them, but I'm interested. Exactly. I don't wash my hair enough as is. (laughs) So the body was subsequently buried on the mansion grounds. According to uh, Harriet, this incident led to an investigation of the LaLaurie's in which they were found guilty of illegal cruelty and forcing and forced to forfeit nine slaves. So that's that that was their punishment is instead of like them serving any time, they had to give up slaves. That's weird. That is weird. But I guess that was the thing back then. I mean, it was a totally different justice system back in then. Oh, yeah, 100%. So these nine slaves were brought back to the LaLaurie's through an intermediate relative and returned to the Royal Street residence. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. No, I agree. Simmer- similarly? Nope, say it for me. Similarly. Similarly. You said it right. That just sounded weird when it came out. <laughs> Harriet reaccounted stories that LaLaurie kept her cook chained to the kitchen stove oh. and beat her daughters when they attempted to feed the slaves. Oh, my God. This woman is horrible. This woman is awful. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of American Horror Story Coven with um, the I chick never... that played. She's in it. The chick that plays like the unsinkable Molly Brown. Oh, okay. Maybe it's her. No, it can't be. I'll have to look into it, okay. but... I d- I've never watched that show because I don't... You know, it's really funny for being somebody who likes to podcast on true crime. I really don't like scary shit. No, you don't. Like, at all. It took me a really long time to get her even into, like, true crime podcasts and stuff. And even then, she used to be like, this one's too heavy for me. This one's too graphic. This one's too weird. Yeah, I, I'm... I To me, being scared is probably the worst emotion ever. And so I just don't like it, but... It is whatever. It's cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm opening up. <laughs> okay. So, on April 10th, 1834, a fire broke out in the LaLaurie residence on Royal Street. Starting in the kitchen. Well, yeah, I would set that shit on fire if you were chaining me to it oh as well. Oh, my God. I mean, if you're still chained to it, you're not going to set it on fire. Oh, my God. We have such a corkscrew. Tell them about what happened to you and mom. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, we almost died. Yeah, literally. Speaking <laughs> of fires and kitchens. Yeah, and sorry. Whatnot. Quick corkscrew. Um, sorry. So this needs to be told. Yeah, where our store is. I have another one for you too later. Um, but where our store is in Estes Park, um, we are in a building where there's an, a restaurant behind us as well. And the other day, mom and I both went to work. And as soon as we walked into our store, we could smell natural gas like nobody's business. Like it was strong. Yeah. So, of course, her and I were like, OK, what the hell? Like we go. And so we, I called Excel to be like, yeah, I want to report a gas leak. And we go next door to two other stores that are in that building. And, we're, and we asked them, like, did you guys smell this? And they were like, oh, yeah, we smelled something this morning, but we weren't sure what it was. And I'm like are you guys freaking idiots like that's natural gas rotten eggs i'm like when what get out of there so anyway long story short when the excel guy came he like checked everybody including the restaurant and the restaurant was actually closed for the day for a holiday and they had to have the fire department come out and break into it and they basically said that there was so much natural gas in that restaurant like we every single person in that building is lucky that it did not explode like it was like so close to exploding mom kept saying it would take out the whole block that's what they said they said there was so much natural gas in that building or in that restaurant alone that had it actually ignited it would have taken out the whole block oh my god which is so scary and literally just flipping on a switch a light switch can ignite it i mean anything at that which point. luckily that didn't happen because like subway's on one side of us was a t-shirt shop and apparently subway was already like baking bread and the t-shirt shop had already been opened yeah and- yeah it was crazy yeah. it was crazy i was just thinking Oh, whoever looks out for us above. Anyway, it was crazy. Sorry, that just like totally no. You're good. You're good. Um, okay, so when the police and fire marshals got there, they found the cook and seventeen-year-old woman, a seventeen-year-old woman, chained to the stove by her ankle. Oh. She later said that uh, she had set the fire as a suicide attempt because she feared being punished. Oh my god! See. Didn't they just say that her daughters were punished, too? I think it said that she... She has daughters? She was punishing her daughters because they were attempting to feed the slaves. So, like, her her daughters actually give a shit and have a conscience. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you meant the cook's daughters, and I was like... No, 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 no. Oh, my gosh, her, she's only 17? No, her own personal daughters. Okay. Ugh. Um. I want to throw up. I know. It's awful. She said that slaves taken to the uppermost room never came back. I know. As reported in the New Orleans Bee. Oh, my God. I love that name. (laughs) Of April 11, 1834, bystanders responded to the fire, attempting to enter the slaves' quarters to ensure that everyone had been evacuated. Upon being refused the keys by La Lorise, the bystanders broke down the door to the slaves' quarters and found seven slaves, more or less horribly mutilated, suspended by the neck with their limbs apparently stretched and torn from one extremity to the other. Oh, my God. Who claimed to have been imprisoned there for some months. The people were still alive? Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. I thought you meant dead. Yeah. No. Alive. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tortured. It was horrible. I know. I usually don't have a reaction, but I'm like, ooh. Um, one of those who entered the premises was Judge Jean-Francois <laughs> who subsequently deposit, er, deposed to having found in the La, La-, La- Lorise mansion, among others, a uh, 
Oh, I'm not saying that word. Sorry. A slave wearing an iron collar Mm -hmm. and an older woman who had received a very deep wound on her head who was too weak to be able to walk. Mm, I know. This has to be after Covings. I'm going to figure it out. Don't worry. Um, The judge said that he... Uh, when he was questioned, when he questioned Madame LaLaurie's husband about the slaves, he was told in an in, uh, in isolated manner that some people had better stay at home rather than come to others' houses to dictate laws and meddle in other people's business. Aww. He's literally telling the judge, like, go fuck yourself, stay out of my house. Yeah. Oof. Can you say that to a judge? I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't know that they works. have a right to enter your premises without you giving permission. Like, that's what warrants are for even probably back then but still yeah i think that's how it works yeah so a version of this story circulating in 1836 reaccounted by harriet added that the slaves were uh showing signs of being um hit with whips were bound in restrictive positions and wore spiked iron collars which kept their heads in um like strict positions (laughs) Because you move and it stabs you. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, because like if you lean over or something. That is like the stuff at night. So you had to like, now talk about a posture helper. I need that on my shoulders. <laughs> this slouch just stabs me back into place. Exactly. We both do. Um, when, they dis- when the discovery of the BU slaves became widely known, a mob of local citizens attacked the LaLaurie's residence and demolished and destroyed everything upon which they could lay their hands. Karma's a bitch. Yeah. Get them. Get them. Get him. A sheriff and his officers were called upon to dissipate the crowd, but by the time the mob left, the Royal Street property had sustained major damage. Um, the slaves were taken to a local jail where they were available for public viewing. Why the fuck would you do that? That's weird. I don't like that at all. I don't all. like that at all, yeah. The New Orleans Bee reported that by April 12th, up to 4,000 people had attended to view the slaves. Mm, why? Uh, to convince themselves of their sufferings. Maybe they didn't believe it? I, I don't know. That's really weird. That's I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. <sighs> I don't like this case at all. I know. Uh, why did you choose this shit? Well, anyway, the Pittsfield sung son home drink god damn it (laughs) called myself out don't you worry don't you worry though citing the new orleans advertisers and writing several weeks after the uh evacuation of la slave quarters claimed that two of the slaves found in the la mansion had died since their rescue oh and added we understand that in digging the yard bodies have been brought up oh god yeah people yeah um, and then they had found, um, that they had found a child out there as well. Jesus. Yeah. I just, I don't understand it possibly just because I'm, I've never, I don't know. What, what you got going on over there? I, I was fixing my headphone cord, which didn't really matter because I'm still right next to this, but <laughs> I, I've just, I, I, the, the, the perception of that time was that people of color were so different from us and didn't have a soul and weren't people but like yeah they're still fucking people and they are the same as quote-unquote us 
as white people. Like, ugh, fuck off. It pisses me off. Yeah, exactly. And and unfortunately, you know, the fact that that this was so accepted is just it's awful. I can't. I literally that's why I'm just yeah. I can't. It drives me bonkers. Um okay, so Delphine Lalaurie's Oh, what did I do? I just spilt prosecco down my sleeve. Oh, it's so Drink. cold. It's so cold. Drink. Oh my god. <laughs> now you know how it feels. It's in my sweater. <laughs> drink oh people okay so life after the 1834 fire is not well documented her life isn't um harriet wrote in 1838 that lalaurie fled new orleans during the mob violence that followed the fire taking a coach to the waterfront and traveling by schooner ooh, from there to mobile alabama and then to paris Certainly by the time Harriet personally visited the Royal Street Mansion in 1836, it was still unoccupied and badly damaged with gaping windows and empty walls. So this bitch didn't even come to justice because she fucking fled and took off to Paris. I hate that. Yeah. Right? I hate that so much. Okay, so it says the circumstances... Oh, goddammit, drink. You, we're struggling today. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. 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 The circumstances of Delphine LaLaurie's death are also unclear. George Washington Cable recounted in 1888 (laughs) a popular but unsustainable story that LaLaurie had died in France in, um, had died in France in a boar hunting accident. Why the fuck would this bitch be boar hunting? Yeah, what the? It makes no sense. That was like a noble act, though, back then. That's what they did. You've watched Game of Thrones. I have. So in the late 1930s, Eugene Backens, who served as sexton to St. Louis Cemetery, number one, (laughs) literally says number one, um, discovered an old cracked copper plate in Alley 4 of the cemetery. The inscription on the plate read, Madame LaLaurie Ni Marie Delphine McCarthy. So, and basically it said that uh, the English translation of the inscription reads, Madame Laurie, born Marie Delphine McCartney, dies in Paris December 7th, 1842 at the age of, and then it just has a six. There's no anything else after that, but they are believing that at that point she would have been 62. Did they not finish inscribing it? Did people like mar it? What happened? I don't know. It doesn't say, I don't, because it was only... Um, it was old and cracked, so there's a chance that it probably just, like, cracked off. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Like, um, I would have marred it had I been alive back then, but I wasn't. Right, you'd have been like, bitch. Um, so, at this point, the New Orleans house occupied by Delphine LaLaurie does not survive. The um, well, impressive mansion not. at 1140 Royal Street on the corner of Royal Street and Governor Nichols Street, formerly known as Hospital Street, commonly <laughs> referred to as the LaLaurie or Haunted House, is not the same building inhabited by LaLaurie. When she acquired the property in 1831 from Edmund Dufossat, a house was already under construction and finished by La Lurie. However, this house was burned by the mob in 1834 and remained in a ruined state for at least another four years. It was then rebuilt by Perry Trowstor 
after 1838 and assumed the appearance that it has today. Over the following decades, it was used as a public high school. That's fucking creepy. Um, A conservatory of music, an apartment building, a refugee for young delinquents, a bar, a furniture store, and a luxury apartment building. Jesus Christ. Wow. The dwelling had a third floor and rear building added later in the 19th century. And the rear building on Governor Nichols Street, which had only one floor until a second one was added in the 20th century, was remodeled in, the, in 1970 when the second floor interior of the building was done um, by Crouch and Wilson Architects. Holy shit. Anyway. I mean... <laughs> So in April 2006, or 2007, excuse me, actor Nicolas Cage bought the LaLaurie house for a sum of $3.45 million. <laughs> he is fucking insane. He is the so- weirdest person ever. Um, to protect the actor's privacy, the mortgage documents were arranged in such a way that Cage's name did not appear on them. You can do that? What? If you have enough money, you can do fucking anything. Probably, That's right? Insane. Why would you? Why? Why does it matter? If what? Uh, who knows? Maybe because if people know that he owns it, like they might try to like mess it up or I don't know. Can we talk about the fact though that like it's on Wikipedia, so anybody can look up the fact that he owns it? I know, like, right? It's what? so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, on November 13, 2009, the property then valued at $3.5 million, was listed for auction as a result of bank foreclosure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Nikki's face. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did National Treasure not make him enough money to keep this place? I mean, think about $3.45 million for a house. But for him... Three point four five million dollars is like more than he gets, or it's less than he gets for like any movie he's ever done. Like, but if you're buying a house like that, that's just like your extra house. It's just weird to me. Um, and yeah, I mean that's kind of so the the mansion itself is considered, of course, now haunted. Yeah, obviously by the slaves. Um. This story has now been told in all kinds of different places. Um, I mean, if you look up any, like, um, there's one called Ghost and Vampires. Um, they did a Ghost Stories of Old New Orleans, stuff like that. Like, it, they always bring this up, and it tends to be, um, what? A folklore. What? I Googled it. Okay. Coven. So, you should watch this up this season, because it's not super scary. Okay. Coven is an American horror story season because they're all they all do a specific seat or yeah they all do a specific thing nothing connects really it's just like different it's the same actresses and actors technically most of the time and then different stories i think coven season three it's actually my favorite okay one of my favorites besides one with lady gaga because oh who doesn't be my girlfriend fucking lady gaga and it is lalaurie madame lalaurie Oh, is and, it? And you sh- I mean, granted, it's very dramatized. It's very yeah. American horror story. And it was the lady who played the unsinkable Molly Brown from yes. Titanic. I can't think of her name, which sucks because she's like the best. She's awesome, but she, it's so interesting. Yeah, you should, you should look into it is all I'm trying to say. Cool. It's the only season I've been able to. Like get through? Watch on my own. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, just. well, that was my case. 
That was a fucking struggle this week. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> it was something, wasn't it? Yeah, but she was a bitch. She, she is crazy. Um, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, that's it. Oh, there you I go. love her. I do too. And she's so good at it. And it's so interesting because the way they do it, Coven's like a coven of witches. Ooh. I kind of want to rewatch this now. It's like a coven of witches and she comes back as like a ghost because they go to the Lollerie house. Okay. Okay. And she has to like atone for her sins. And she's in this like battle with these Jamaican voodoo goddesses. It's so interesting. Cool. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I've never watched stuff like that, but I might watch that. So. It has uh, Emma Roberts in it. Oh, I love her. And she's dating um, Evan Peters, which is, he's in, he's like American Horror Story from the get-go. Like, oh, nice. he's been in it, and yeah. Cool. My old roommate was, like, obsessed with him, so. Anyway, good job today. I know it's rough. It was a rough day, you guys. It snowed here. It's going to be okay. I almost got blown up the other day. We are getting better every day. We have multiple weeks planned out now, so we have plenty we of time. Do. That's half of our problem is every week we're like, okay, what's our theme this week? And then we wait until like a day before. And then we're like, oh, yeah. We need to record. And it's like, oh, give me a date. So anyway, we have it planned out. I'll have time to research. You'll have time to research. Yes, we're good. You already know what you're doing for next week, so start I it do. tomorrow. And it's going to be good. I can't wait. I'm very excited. So... um. On a corkscrew, though. Okay. So the other day, I read on the Greeley Tribune online. Someone was murdered. Sorry. Yeah. My husband heard it. The person being murdered? Yes. What? So it was over by the hospital, right? And I'm only a couple, like the hospital where dad went. Don't remind me. I know. Sorry. It's okay. I don't live that far from that hospital. Right, right. So it was over there-ish. Obviously not quite at the hospital, but over there. Did he hear the gun? He did. My husband, so he gets home late at night and he, like, he gets home at, like, we'll just say, like, 2.30 in the morning. He owns a bar. It's he, okay. Yeah. And he cannot, like, go to sleep right away. Right. Well, this supposedly happened at, like, 4.35-ish. He was probably playing his NHL. He was, he was. He was. He was. <laughs> yeah. And he said it was, like, <laughs> dead silent. And um, all of a sudden, he heard, like, what was a gunshot oh go off. And then the next day, it was in the news that somebody had gotten murdered. Oh and I was God. like, we don't even live in that bad of a town. Like, we live closer to probably the this, worst part, the but... bad side than you guys do. But like, I'm going to ask him about that when I see him tonight. Isn't that creepy? I constantly agree they play gunshot or firework. I do too. <laughs> and it I sounds do too. awful. But and that sounds so crazy because we really, it's not a bad place where we actually live. pretty nice. There are a lot of gangs here though. Yeah, and a lot of other stuff. But anyway. Oh my God. So yeah. That's yeah. insane. Sorry. Crazy. Okay. Are you ready? I, I'm ready. I'm ready to be a listener. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm going to tell you the story of Martha Moxley. Ooh, this so, Mox. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be okay. Let me get situated. Yeah, my leg was like asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This was, we, so we're, I finally found some desks for us in here that I really want to buy. But for right now, we're using like old wooden TV trays. And that cork that was stuck in the wine key was just sitting on it. And I, like, got all situated and it just rolled off. We both just watched it. We watched it happen. Anyway. Anyway. So, Martha Moxley was a 15-year-old American high school student from Connecticut. Ooh. Ooh. 
Um, so she was murdered in 1975. So I'm getting better. This is not that vintage. It's Ooh, better. Okay. Yep. Yep. I went way vintage this week. Yeah, we're really good at that. I don't know why. So basically, this is pretty big. It the the murder trial actually attracted worldwide publicity due to like there are families in this story that have ties to the Kennedys. Ooh, I know, I like that. Yeah. So anyway, on the evening of October thirtieth, nineteen seventy-five. So All Hallows' Eve. <laughs> dun dun dun. Which is supposed to be mischief, like <laughs> the night of mischief, right? Isn't mischief? It's something like that. I was a really straight-laced kid, honestly, so I have no idea. I don't but, know either, but yeah. <laughs> so, All Hallows' Eve, when the moon is round. A virgin will summon us from under the ground. Oh, thriller. No. I know. I just want to. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm going hocus pocus on your ass and you're going thriller. Okay. I like it. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure when I was younger, so I had videotapes, like at a VCR, and I lived right next to our, or lived, I, like my room was right next to our parents, but I remember one night like being scared and waking up because my earring was stuck to my comforter. And I like went into mom and dad's room and I'm pretty sure they were having sex. Oh my God. I was like, I'm stuck. And hey, will you turn on Hocus Pocus, please? Dad had to like put the VCR in for me. But then I got scared. It's fine. I'm stuck and uh. Yeah, it was not good. It was not cute. Anyway, so Martha left with friends to participate in Mischief Night. This is a night where like basically all like the kiddos that might be a little too old, trick or treat or whatever. Okay. Would go in like ding dong ditch, teepee houses, do all the pranks, right? Correct. So she left to do that. Um, and Moxley essentially met up with a bunch of friends and according to them, she was flirting with, it's really hard to say their last name, but Thomas Skackle. <laughs> yes, you scallywag. And she was last seen falling quote-unquote falling together behind the fence with thomas um near the pool in the skackle backyard around 9 30 they were getting frisky oh in the pool so you just need to know that thomas has a brother named michael who's like the little brother of the group okay so the next day martha's body was found beneath a tree in her family's backyard shit her pants and underwear were down um but she hadn't been sexually assaulted that's weird yeah Pieces of a broken six iron golf club were scattered around the body. And when they autopsied her, it was found she was bludgeoned and stabbed with this six iron. Oh, my God. This six iron came from the Skackle home. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to respond more than just like eye roll, but it's fine. No, I didn't even mean to eye roll. I was just I was processing. I was processing. So Thomas was the last person seen with her. Okay. The night she was murdered. Um, yeah. And he kind of like a weird aisle by. And so because of this, he became the prime suspect. But his father was very protective of him. Sure. So they couldn't get any mental health records and no school records on the guy. Because Does of the father. he have mental health issues? They just know it. I, they don't say much about him. Okay. He, they also had a live-in tutor, which is really weird that it was a live-in tutor. I just spilled Prosecco on myself. Drink. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
So they had a live-in tutor who was also a suspect because he was there basically right before she died. Okay. And he lived in, which is so weird. That is kind of weird. I don't like that. Um, But no one was ever charged and the case was like cold for decades. (sighs) Sorry. I always do this. I gotta take a breath. Breathe, girlfriend. I don't think I do. Kind of like I realize when I play video games, I don't blink. Because I have contacts and then I'm like blurry. I'm like, oh yeah, blink, bitch. (laughs) The fact that you have to remind yourself to do these things that are supposed to happen naturally. (laughs) It's just my life. Can I tell you, I am so awkward. I tried to hug two people yesterday. So both were coworkers. One of them was standing and I was sitting and she tried to hug me. And when I went to hug her, you know how like a lot of girl sweaters have slits in the side of their sweater? Yeah. My hand just like went into her sweater and I was like, I just groped you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And then the other one, I stand like I have to pee all the time, but I don't. So I stand like with my legs crossed. Yeah. And she tried to hug me from this like a side hug, but I like was twisted up. So it was really awkward. Anyway. You're an awkward human. It's okay. Um, so over the years, Thomas and Michael, the two brothers, have sh- significantly changed their alibis for the night of her murder. Sure. Michael claimed that he had been window peeping and masturbating at a tree beside the Moxley property at 1130 to 1230 a.m. That's an hour of masturbation, sir. It's Holy not good for you. shit. <laughs> Shit's going to be chapped. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Um, and Michael essentially went to a school for like troubled youth, quote unquote. Okay. And- Multiple people have said that he confessed to killing Martha with the golf club. Oh. And Michael also said, like, I'm going to get away with murder. I'm a Kennedy. So. Okay. The way he kind of relates is. Well, I mean, they did get away with murdering Marilyn Monroe, but whatever. What? Yeah, have you not heard that that's how people think that, like, that's one of the conspiracy theories about how she died? No. Yeah, because she was hooking up with one of the Kennedys, and he was married, and so they think that the Kennedys murdered her because she was going to, like, spill the tea. Oh, wow. Yeah. She she gave herself her own abortion with a hanger. Apparently, by your face, you didn't know that. It's okay. No. It was probably a Kennedy and she had no choice. (laughs) Anyway. So Michael is the middle of seven children um, born to Rushton Skankle. Skackle. Sorry, not Skankle. (laughs) Skankle. Use a skank. And Rushton's sister Ethel is the widow of Senator Robert F. Kennedy. Okay. So that's how they know each other. Essentially, the family had lived in a very affluent neighborhood, which kind of... So, how do I say this? So, they live in an affluent neighborhood, and his mom had died from brain cancer. So, Skakul basically began rushing. said basically, take a drink. God damn it. <laughs> you guys, if you're not playing with us at home, I don't know what you're doing with your lives. <sighs> anyway, Rushton became an alcoholic, kind of abusive, blah, blah, blah. He tried to get away with things because he was part of this. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Okay, yeah. He, he thought he was untouchable because he was related to the Kennedys. Kind of this whole family had that kind of vibe about Mm -hmm, them. Okay. So uh, when William Kennedy Smith was tried and acquitted for rape in 1991, a rumor surfaced that he had been present at the Skakwa house on the night of the Moxley murders. This is a totally other person. Okay. Okay. Because they believed he might be involved. Um, Although none of this 
was true, it opened up an entire cold case. Oh. So it opened this up again. The Sutton Associates, a private detective agency hired by the Skackles, conducted its own investigation. This report was leaked to the media, and it revealed that both Thomas and Michael had actually altered their stories about what they were doing that night, so their alibis got totally altered. These fucks. I know. Oh, by the way, it was the Kennedy JFK is who Marilyn Monroe was hooking up with, by the way. The Kennedy. The Kennedy oh JFK. God. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. So in the meantime, a lot of books, a lot of movies came after this case. There's like a lot on it. So uh, in June of 1998, a rarely used one man grand jury was used. What? <laughs> this is a thing. I don't remember the circumstances of it because I'm not in the sentencing period of things. I'm in the correction side of things, but I remember hearing about it when I was learning about it in school. This is a thing? I've literally never heard of this it's before. Barely ever used. But here Why? It you it, it you need at least two so you can at least have two different opinions just in case. You'd hope, right? That's fucking bananas. Well, think about it. We've talked about this multiple times, and I'm going to go at it again. Adversarial versus truth-seeking system, right? Yes. In the adversarial system, we have a jury. In the truth-seeking system, like Paris and all these other places you use, it's just the judge, and that's one person. And that's it's worked for them forever. so crazy, but okay. Yeah. Anyway, so this jury... After an 18-month investigation, decided that there was enough evidence to charge Michael, the younger brother, of murder. Okay. Thomas was the one that was hooking up with her, though. Um, he was jealous. Yeah, right. An arrest warrant was issued, um, and he basically surrendered. Uh, take he a drink. <sighs> <laughs> I'm grumpy about it. <laughs> what? Well, stop saying basically. It's so hard. And you know what's funny is I don't say basically in my regular life. I just do it here. Which is so funny. Um, He was released on $500,000 bail. When was this again? 1975. Holy shit. That's a lot of money today, let alone. He was arraigned in juvenile court because he was only 15 years old at the time of the murder. But... In 2001, the judge ruled that he would be tried as an adult. Oh, in 2001? Yeah. That's how long it took. Good God. So his trial began in May 7th of 2002 in Connecticut. Um, And again, his alibi... Actually, he's changed it. So his alibi at this point in time was that he was at his cousin's house. No, you weren't. You were masturbating for an hour. Exactly. So during the trial, the jury heard part of a taped book proposal, which included Michael speaking about masturbating in a tree on the night of the murder. Possibly the same tree which they found Martha's body. Hmm. Yep. No, no coincidence there. What do you say? You're not a fan of coincidence? Not a fan of coincidences. No. And in this book proposal, he didn't like admit to killing her, um, but they did take the words and base what they did in the oh, court. Oh, nope. I didn't say it all the way. You it, have a drink. <sighs> <laughs> if y'all are playing at home, somebody's fucked up. I'm really good at getting people drunk. So <laughs> they took the words of this book proposal and put it over super graphic images of her body. <laughs> oh. And this they showed to jurors. Oh, my God. This is so sad. Um, 
Oh, sorry, I'm breathing. <laughs> it's a rough one. I, literally, I don't know. It's something about this case is weird. Um, on June 7, 2002, Michael was found guilty of murdering Martha and was sentenced to 20 years to life in prison. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, did he ever, like, confess or anything? Like, 100%? No. No, basically. My God. I'm going to drink one more time. (laughs) So, he has tried to appeal several times. And from what I understand, he was actually giving a new appeal Back in 2013, he was released on $1.2 million bond. He was monitored by GPS and could have no contact with the Martha Moxley family. Um, okay, yeah. He must periodically check into her phone and would not be allowed to leave the state of Connecticut. Um, in July 2016, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. released a book entitled Framed, Why Michael Skackle Spent Over a Decade in Prison for a Murder He Didn't Commit. The Kennedys released this? The Kennedys are, like, in full support of him. They released several letters on his character. Well, yeah, again, they fucking killed Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> oh, my God, I need to look into this. You do. And it was JFK, y'all. Sorry, I said earlier just a Kennedy. I meant the Kennedy. Oh my God. The president. JFK. <laughs> Um, in January 20, or on May 4th, 2018, the Connecticut Supreme Court vacated Skakel's convention and ordered a new trial. Crazy. They ruled that the attorney had rendered ineffective assistance when he failed to contact an alibi witness whose name had been provided by Michael, and that as a result, Michael was deprived of a fair trial. And we're waiting on that. Fuck that. See, this is my issue is like and again, I'm I'm hoping that obviously the system is in place to help people who are actually innocent. But the things that happen where you can have a mistrial because of one little thing here or there or whatever, it ends up getting people not acquitted or like getting them acquitted when they actually did something. This one makes sense to me, though, because if you have an alibi witness to your alibi and they didn't contact that person. True. Because that's all the evidence there was. I I didn't find any other, like, what they were saying of, like, oh, his semen was there, granted. Yeah, because he was jacking off. It was on her because he said he was jacking off under that tree and then whoever killed her put her there. Are you unquote. sure that he wasn't? No, I don't believe it. I don't Ex- buy it. I don't buy that part, but, like, Sorry. otherwise. Hech. Hech. <laughs> So I think the brothers were almost in on it. Yeah. Is what it sounds like yeah. to me with both. Because if you're Thomas. Why does your story keep changing? Why does your story keep changing if you're just making out with the chick, leaving her behind, and then going somewhere else? Yeah. And how does she make it home? Yeah. Yeah. No, no I agree. I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. These bitches are guilty. Boats and hoes. <sighs> did you say boats and hoes? I did. <laughs> I did say boats and hoes. Wait a minute. What? Oh, I don't have one of those. Yes, you do motherfucker we've had one this whole time you put it down last time we were or like the i first had no episode. idea i had no idea if you didn't know i just um put up this side of my futon to like give you a backing give me a backing which is really helpful i 
we decided to pregame, and I'm not sure how great of an idea that was. Oh, I'm good. I'm going to okay. go eat some Chinese food, Well, though. good job. Thank you. Yeah. I think this week has gone okay, considering it's been rough. Next week will be better. Um, But we are going to lighten the mood now, and we are going to do our Corky Clippings. I want to get a, like, I want to get, a, like, a theme song for Corky Clippings. I'm going to do it. Yes. Okay. So, these are actual, uh, last week I did Florida Man. This week it is actual headlines that are printed in papers, which I think are hilarious. So, and that was me first clapping, one, not masturbating. granted, keep in mind, the newspaper printed these and sent them out. Good. Okay. Um, homicide victims rarely talk to police. <laughs> I've read that before and I was like, <laughs> Oh, shit, Sherlock. Wait, I think we had that on a quirky clipping before. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Um, Utah Poison Control Center reminds everyone not to take poison. <laughs> good. <laughs> there was nothing on that end. Okay, that wasn't a good one, apparently. Sorry. No, you were fine. Okay. Um, Waterford Boy 8 Save Sister's Life. I wouldn't do it again. She's been a pain in the neck. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel bad. I do too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Um, there was another one that I really liked as well. Uh, oh, yes. Man who kills attorney is appointed another lawyer. No. <laughs> Just No. <laughs> City unsure why the sewer smells. <laughs> You're un. It's fine. You're unsure. Alton attorney accidentally sues himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You would do that. I you would, would do, do that. that. Man eats underwear to beat breathalyzer. <laughs> yes, I've seen that so many times, and I wonder, did it work? I don't know. I do know uh, if you the eat, ridiculous thing. If you yeah. eat a honey bun. Huh? If you eat a honey bun, it will test positive. Oh, see, I've heard if you eat a poppy seed, anything, you will test positive for opiates. You will. But I'm saying for a breathalyzer, if you eat a honey bun directly before taking it, it'll be like 0.01. Wow. And I tested this at work and it worked for one person. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so last one. Bugs flying around with wings are flying bugs. (laughs) (laughs) No shit, No shit. so anyway yes those were this week's but what's funny to me is that newspapers actually printed this and sent it out and people are just like oh yeah this is ridiculous do you remember last week when i talked about the squirrel and the person turning into a goat both of those i have actual images of them being like newspaper headlines oh my god i know isn't it ridiculous what these like papers will put out and stuff so ridiculous oh my god all right well thank you everybody for joining us this week sorry it was a bit of a shit show again we will apologize every week for something i'm sure um but please again um go and like us on facebook instagram uh give us a five-star rating we need the reviews y'all even if they're bad i guess we need reviews subscribe i finally fixed our patreon it took so much time and i really as soon as we get a patreon that's not our mom i want to post things on it i just don't want to do it yet sorry mom we'll get there we'll We'll get get there there. we're moving ahead we'll get there 
Um, but yeah, anyway, so again, we always appreciate you guys and uh, we will see you next week. And also, again, if you guys have any topic suggestions, any case suggestions, please send them to us on yeah. Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and we will definitely... We'll cover them. I actually have one from a listener. Oh, do so, you? Okay. I do. I love it. I love it. Maybe okay. I'll do that next week. Yes. But Perfect. on that note. On that. Spooky yamas. Yamas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in this chair. <laughs>